If I told you half the things I've heard about this Jabba the Hutt, you'd probably shot something. I hear Jabba. Then wait. Hello, Blobiverse, and you're very welcome to a special mini episode, episode 11.5 of Blobba the Hut 2.0. The illustrious Jabba bids you welcome and will gladly pay you the reward of 25,000. So the only thing that you can tell me is that I will find Jabba at Jabba's palace. I'm your host, Kate, and I'm joined by other co-host, Gary O'Toole, all the way from Ireland. What's up, Gary? Evening, Kate. How are we? We are doing good. Hanging in there with all the craziness that's been happening in Star Wars lately. And all the craziness that's been happening in the world of Kate. (laughs) Well, that's a whole nother story. Oh, yeah. (laughs) As Moz would say, that's a story for another time. What we're here to talk about today is The Rise of Kylo Ren, issue number two. So, initial thoughts? What are your, what are you thinking? Well, first and foremost, I think we need to talk about the the reaction to this series, Kate. I don't know what it's been like in America. From what I can see on social media, you know, looking in from the outside... It seems like the reception has been nothing short of positive. Yeah, it, it seems like it's been sold out or selling out. and Reprints issued. That's a really good sign. The reaction, the general consensus seems to be that it has gone down a storm with everybody who has read the comic, picked it up, and there are so many people waiting to pick the comic up with the amount of reprints. It's interesting how this one was ready a week early, too. We actually didn't get it. It was delayed after all. Oh. Unfortunately. So, um, yeah, I went in to collect my comic and it hadn't arrived in and I was was devastated. So I ended up putting the the mute blockers on Twitter just so nobody spoiled it for me. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's okay. Um, I didn't say anything too spoilery. No, you didn't. No, no, not at all. But um, <laughs> I have to say initial thoughts, and I'd love to hear yours as well, Kate. Um, I really enjoyed issue two. Yeah, I think what what I said to you was something to the effect of, like, that was, it went way too fast. Like, that's always yeah, a good I, sign for me for yeah, a comic. And, and I've actually seen that reaction on social media as well, that they they felt like it was a little too short. Yeah. I wonder, it was it shorter than the first, probably? Yeah, I think the first one was an extended edition, yeah. if I remember correctly. That's what I want to say, too. But um, overall, I think compared to episode 1K, the, the tonality and the change of pace with this comic was very, very different. Mm-hmm. First, uh, you know, initial thoughts reading it was, once again, as we've said from episode 1... The artwork in this comic is just spectacular. For sure. Especially those opening scenes with Snoke in his and his little hat and his <laughs> in his what did you call it? The I forget the word you used for that planet. But it's like a greenhouse basically. Oh yeah, I I, I described that as a as an eco dome. Yeah. Those scenes were especially gorgeous, I thought. 
they were and it's nice that we see the the early budding relationship between Snoke and Ben Solo and we said this about the the first issue but what I really love is that there is no supreme leader Snoke yeah I wonder there when is that just happens. Snoke it's just, quite interesting isn't they're it just a couple of guys who want to be friends <laughs> and yeah, it's a, that's what that's what it almost appears as, at least on on the face of things, is a some somewhat like the early stages of a of a friendship. A very strange and not possibly appropriate. <laughs> if I was to use one word to describe, I suppose the the tonality and the context of issue two, it would be identity. Hmm. Interesting. For the simple reason, you see Snoke mention, I was not born Snoke, I became Snoke. Yeah, that was that was kind of an eye-opener. I never really thought about that, I guess. Yeah, and it essentially brings us back to the, the big question on, you know, everyone's mind. How did Ben Solo become Kylo Ren? Right. And as Snoke tells Kylo, you know, what is your name? Because the Knights of Ren will want nothing to do with Ben Solo. Right. So, what was Snoke's original name? Was it like some, like, test tube baby number two? Oh. (laughs) He probably, yeah, he probably just had a designation and that was it. A number? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder poor which F- one. Just like poor FN2187. Yeah. How many, like, clones of him do you think there were made? Oh, I, I can't even imagine how many clo- cloning chambers the First, uh, the First Order had access to. Yeah, it's true. I mean, if they, I mean, if they had that many Star Destroyers. True. <laughs> Maybe each one of them had a cloning chamber. Pot- <laughs> potentially could have. Who Who knows? Crazy. But then, as we said, Kate, the, the tonality of this comic shifts in that it actually does give us our first look at Jedi to be Ben Solo off on a mission with Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And it is quite a quite a sight in that sitting opposite them in the cockpit is none other than Larson Tekka. Larson Tekka. I was just going to... Start talking about him. Yeah, so there are clear links here with the Church of the Force. Right. So he, I love the character of Lor Tekka, and I'm so happy to see more of him. And I hope to see him on screen. Would point. you like to see, like, if they did a Church of the Force movie? I don't know about a movie. Maybe a TV series would be better. <laughs> Bays and Shiru TV series. Yes. Focus on the Guardians of the Wills. That'd be cool. Yeah. Even like a Lor Santeca one would be cool. It would be be pretty be pretty sweet and it sits in quite nicely with the tonality of this, doesn't it, with the mission that they are on. Yeah, kind of he's kind of like a Indiana Jones type almost searching out these relics. 
Yeah, I was trying. Speaking of just as you saying that, I was trying to have a a closer look at the relics on his neck. He's wearing two chains and then what looks like a a gold yeah, emblem of some that? sort well, around looks his like neck. An ascot. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, the art is so good. Like it's just especially like it looks exactly like the flashbacks in the Last Jedi. So good job, Will. Yeah, it, it very much does, and essentially the premise is that they have discovered what they believe is an ancient Jedi temple, which in fact turns out to be, uh, I suppose, it, almost like a, a Jedi archive, yeah. Kate, would that be the, the yeah, best I way to so. describe it? But thrown in the scene, and it's very subtly done, is Snoke communicating with Ben Solo. Is that Solo. when he feels cold? No, you're skipping ahead way too much. I'm oh, talking okay. about in the cockpit. Yeah, I skipped ahead. You didn't... Mi- oh, yeah, you <laughs> skipped ahead, yeah. But Snoke competing with... Oh, uh, right. Snoke communicating with young Ben Solo, and he tells Ben, you know, Luke thinks of you as a child because Ben wanted to be yeah. flying the X-Wing, you know, yeah. just to have something to... That was to, very something to do. done. Oh, it's not actually an X-Wing. Sorry, I must have skipped well, yeah, over whatever. that. whatever... Oh, it's like, did we talk about the last time? Oh, Ben's ship. No, that was Ben's ship. like half X-Wing or something, yeah. right? Yeah, it looks like it's maybe damaged. It looks like there's S-Files on one side and you can't really see on the other Which, side. So. Is that Lors ship? It, it, it Ooh, could potentially cool. be. Oh, before we go forward, just a little, um, when Lors sent Hekka says something about the High Republic era. Do you think that's a clue for the direction Star Wars is going? It very, very much could be. Do you want to give the the exact quote from Lor Santeca? Sure. He says, well, they're talking about... I'll give you some context. So, like, they're on their way. Um, he's a, He didn't realize that the Jedi had an official presence so far from the core. And then he says, it's probably High Republic era. It was a time of greatly expanded Jedi activity throughout the galaxy. A sign of things to so, come, perhaps. Some, I That's kind of what I'm hoping for. Me too. Or in the future, like, just let's step away from this era for a little bit. <laughs> it would be anyway. nice to branch out and expand, wouldn't it? Yeah. So as we have said, they find this Jedi Temple, which, by the way, this page, Kate, was my favourite in terms of the artwork. Really? Uh, yeah, I thought the this was... The temple page? Yes. Oh, yeah. The Elf... Elfrona or Elfrona? Yeah, Elfrona. I'm assuming the H is silent. Elfrona. So it's E-L-P-H-R-O-N-A. So again, if you've read issue two, please tell us how you are pronouncing this name. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Elfrona for now. Sounds like a plan. Or Elfrona, however you prefer to call it. Yeah, I would venture to say it's one of those. Oh, yes. But anyway, they enter this um, majestic temple to which Luke describes it as a treasure trove and potentially better than the stash that Jocasta knew had. <laughs> and That was a good... Callback. Yep, and and right within our line of sight, Kate, 
we see symbols of both the light and the dark. So you're talking about the holocrons? Correct. <laughs> so within a Jedi... Or is it a wayfinder? <laughs> no, that's definitely a holocron. I'm just kidding. I know. It would be cool if it was, though. <laughs> but yeah, and, and it's 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 great to see that we are seeing holocrons making a comeback because you know how I feel about the ancient Sith and Jedi texts and you the like information <laughs> in the archives. Oh, yes. But then, Kate, surprise, surprise, disaster strikes. They feel cold. Yes. And can we just comment on... Uh, and... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say, can we just applaud them both saying it at the exact same time? Cold, yes. With the look in their eye, that is beautiful. Yes, it, that seems to be the universal sign of dark side cold i mean that makes sense since you know in the light the light would be warm and then darkness leaves you cold oh yeah enter ren and the knights Obi-Wan. of ren oh wait that's not obi-wan <laughs> he says obi-wan's catchphrase <laughs> i was waiting to see if you would mention that well hello there yeah i'm wondering what this guy's accent is like yeah it's true but with this page then, Kate, we get a look at the, the, the Knights of Ren in all their their majestic glory, but we get a another look at Ren's body. Yeah. And man all and man this guy's body is just mutilated. Yeah. And we get a closer look at technically what's under hood, we can see long flowing grey hair. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And essentially, this is a showdown between Luke Skywalker and all the Knights of Ren. I like when he says, you're so wrong. You're wrong. You're so wrong. Does that seem so Luke? It does seem so Luke. And then, even more Luke, I am the last Jedi, though not for long. I like that. And then, skipping ahead, the battle ensues and talk about it. Talk about a scene of chaos. Yeah. And as you say, speaking of, uh, isn't that just Luke? When Luke says, oh, I'll be just fine. Yeah. That almost seems a little Obi-Wan-esque there, too. I can see him saying that. Very much so. (laughs) And what I liked was... A, a contrast here it seems from what we can gather that Ben doesn't feel useful that Luke never asks him to do anything right oh actually that was one thing I wanted to jump back to which led to that so just bear with me um, mm-hmm. one second because Ben Solo says about Luke Skywalker um, if I can just uh, find it here this just summed it up quite nicely so yeah Ben Solo is communicating with Snoke and he says of Luke Skywalker, he's an amazing teacher, very strong. I've learned so much from him, but he never seems to want me to use any of it. Mm-hmm. And that is so Luke. Yeah. In that you only use your powers or your skills when it's only absolutely necessary. 
Right. And it was a nice contrast with Snoke telling him then, your master thinks of you as a child. Mm-hmm. Which we know is technically not the case. And the reason I wanted to contrast that was, in the scene where absolute chaos ensues, Luke Skywalker tells Ben Solo to protect Lor Senteca. Mm-hmm. But it's never commented on. All Ben mm-hmm. says is, "All Ben says is, I will. He'll be safe with me." Mm-hmm. And for which you're seeing there is, if he's telling him to protect Lorsen Tekka, that means if you have to use your powers or your lightsaber, then use it. <laughs> it's a little bit like in the Phantom Menace when Qui Gon tells Annie to wait there in that cockpit. <laughs> exactly. And then he goes, okay. <laughs> exactly. I'm doing exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. And then, to sort of bring back what you've said again, Kate, it's so Luke Skywalker, the next page where they say, take him, he's only one man, Mm-hmm. There are three sentences in there which is classic Luke Skywalker in all its glory. Ah! Shink and Kirk. No. <laughs> I am one man, but I am not alone. The Force is the my force ally. It's my ally. And, Kate. And it is, and it is powerful. And. I think there's a little Last Jedi move in there. What's that? You see when Luke is ducking under the axe? Mm -hmm. Where he says the Force is my ally? Yeah. Was something similar not done on Krayt when he battles Ben Solo? Hmm, interesting. That's certainly what it looks like to me. Could be. This book is just filled with classic Skywalker-isms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great to be able to see Luke from this era. And I, I love those two quotes, Kate, when he says, you use the dark side like a hammer, but the light side is a blade. Yep. And so am I. Yep. Even Laura Senteca's like, Magnificent. It really does give us sort of the the Luke Skywalker that we all wanted to see on screen, didn't we? So they keep the battle ensues with the knights and Luke's like, had enough? And then one of them says, ain't over yet. It sounds like Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> there is very much a little bit of a reference in there, isn't there? Yeah. And for me, Kate, this was where there's something very, very cryptic going on. Mm-hmm. Earlier in the on one of the before the battle ensues, Luke says that He could sense the shadow in everyone in the room, in all of you. Mm. And Ren tells... By shadow, he means dark side, I'm assuming. That's what I would be assuming too. But then Ren tells Luke, 
you know your apprentice has it too that it's powerful and he can feel it and he tells mm. Luke be careful Jedi man yeah. So my question is, when Luke said he could sense the shadow in all of you, was he specifically mm-hmm. talking about the Knights of Ren, or was he talking about Ben too? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because it kind of reminds me in Last Jedi when he's telling Rey that he only sensed that raw strength once before. And it didn't scare him then, but it does now. Yeah. Yes, I don't know. And then we finally get to see, Kate, the reveal of Ren. Yep. And what scared me... (laughs) Do you think it looks like an older Ben Solo? Maybe. I didn't think that right away. Oh, I thought that right away when I looked even to to the hair. And the facial features. Interesting. So you think Ben Solo lives and then he went back in time and became... No, I don't think so. (laughs) That would be crazy. It would be crazy, but I just thought the resemblance was uncanny. (laughs) I thought there there was quite a resemblance. We know, obviously, it was a flashback, but still... We know again that was a flashback sequence and it essentially leads to that Kylo Ren, sorry, Ben Solo must seek out the Knights of Ren and he is instructed to go back to where he had first met them. That will be his clue. So Mm -hmm. Ben Solo finding the Knights of Ren is a test of loyalty and a test of Mm -hmm. his abilities. Right. And fast forward in time, Ben Solo arrives at the Jedi Archives puts on the Ren helmet where he is confronted by the three other Jedi he had escaped the temple from hmm. which we now know Kate were not Jedi masters but also students crazy and now we must wait for issue three so what do you think of that when they say Ben that look in his eyes looks very mean? I think it's a case of they are in his way and he will do what he must. It's not that they're calling him Ben. He's not mad about that. Well, that still is his given name because he technically still hasn't told Snoke or anyone else what right. his new name shall be. Right. Could just be that he just doesn't want to be going by that anymore. Oh yeah. He's like And then in we get the synopsis for issue three. I don't have that. It's on we're on uh, after the last page, Kay. Oh I got it. Never mind. There we go. <laughs> I'm on a digital one. Oh you're reading digital, okay, so Yeah. Very, very ominous. Ben Solo faces his fellow Jedi in battle and there's a price to pay to join the fabled Knights of Ren. A deadly one. Ooh. Maybe that's where he has to kill Ben Solo. Very, very much so. Does he have to be reborn as Kylo Ren? Mm-hmm. And isn't that cover beautiful and so contrasting? It's crazy. 
crazy stuff. So we got that one. Oh, it doesn't have a date. Uh-huh. It does have a date on uh, 12th of the 2nd, 20. Oh, this one, the digital one doesn't. Ah, okay. Interesting. <laughs> so, TBC. To be continued. If you're not reading this comic series, folks, you really should be. I, I, I just wish it was longer than four issues. I know. That'll be... I think by the time issue four comes, it's going to be super interesting. And I think by issue four, we're maybe going to get some more news about other developments in the Star Wars universe. Hmm. But as we said, that's a, that's a tale for another day. <laughs> exactly. So all in all, Kate, is The Rise of Kylo Ren... As hyped up as it's made out to be. It's it's everything you want and more. I, I couldn't agree more and long may a series like this continue. Yeah, let's hope we keep getting more like this. Can we just get a Ben Solo movie with Adam Driver? Ooh. Alright, so we're going to wrap things up for this episode. Thanks for listening. And be sure to follow us on social media at Blob of the Hut. We're still wanting to get some voicemails at some point through the Anchor app, is it? Or can you do it online too? Yeah, I think it's true. Just I think you can do it on, on the actual website as well. Awesome. So hopefully we can get some of those. We'll have to do like a listener feedback show sometime. That would be great. Yes. Anyway... So, or you can email us too if you want. Blabberthehut uh, at gmail.com. There you go. Perfect. So, you'll hear from us again um, with our regular episodes. And then, of course, when, epi- or when issue three comes out, we'll do another one of these little mini episodes, I think. I can't wait. So, yes. Fun time. So, until next time. May the force be with you.